Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Hi, Shaleen. My name is Brittany, and I am a lifelong lover of all things Shaleen. From your workouts to your podcast to the 131, if you name it, chances are I have tried it. I just wanted to share with you that I was talking to my mom recently and giving her advice on a couple different topics, and she stopped me and said, you know, I wish you can be with me all the time to share these little pieces of information. And I looked at her and I said, well, If I can't be with you, my best advice for you would be to listen to The Shaleen Show because that's where I get all of my information from that I share anyway. So I just wanted to say thank you for sharing your knowledge with me so that I can become confident enough to share it with other people and spread your amazing word to anyone and everyone that I meet. And in case you're wondering, the answer is yes, I did take her phone and subscribe her to your show. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Yo, hey, what's going on? Super stoked that you're here today. This is the Shaleen Show. My name is Shaleen. It is Car Smart Friday. If this is the first time you've ever listened to the show or listened to a Car Smart edition, it means that I'm recording it from my car on my iPhone. No fancy equipment needed. I just ask that you put your seatbelt on because today we are going for a ride. Welcome to The Shaleen Show. Shaleen is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Today we're talking about, which is appropriate that it's a Car Smart Friday, because we're going to talk about some things that I hope will help you understand how it is I try to live my life and plan my day because I like to live a smart life. I like to work smart and not hard. Sometimes I like to work hard, but only if it's smart. And I'm going to share with you what my schedule looks like in this particular season of my life. And before I get into that, I just want to say a little prayer for those of you out there who are trying to make it all happen. You have little ones like it is so much. You just don't even know how much you get to look forward to. Those of you are like worried about being empty nesters, girl, my friend, boyfriend, you don't even understand how much less pressure you're going to have on yourself. Like it's hard when you have little kids like, and big kids. It doesn't matter whether your kids are in high school or actually it does. I think you probably have already figured out like at each stage, things get a little bit easier. They just do, or at least different, at least different. I think easier. I mean, come on, let's face it. If you've got one child hanging from a car seat hooked on the crook of your left arm and one propped on your hip and you're trying to persuade another one who's four years old to not run away or you know run into the street and you have to pack up everybody for the day and get yourself out the door and not forget to bring an extra change of clothes I mean that's so hard and not to mention, there's no way you're doing that on a full night's sleep. You're just not. When your kid's a little, you don't sleep well. You don't eat well. Like, it's hard. Dude, it's hard. 
Remember, it's a season and I know it feels like it's going to last forever. It goes by so freaking fast. And it used to bug me when people would say that. I'm like, yeah, no, it does not. Yes, it does. It goes by so freaking fast. So what does my day look like? Let's get to it. All right. My day, most of the time now starts at 445. So it was for many years, I woke up at 445 or 430 to go and teach a 530 a.m. class. And then after I had my brain scare, I stopped doing that. And I don't want to like rehash my old schedule all that much. You can go back and find it. Maybe we can put it in the show links. I don't know. We'll try to find some older episodes where I talk about what my day looked like when my kids were little. But so anyways, I I used to operate on like no sleep. I would sleep for like four hours a night. That was pretty normal. And not because I couldn't sleep, but because I just didn't think I needed it. And that's how I thought I could be most productive. And then when I had my brain scan and did a sleep study and realized that it was toxic sleep deprivation over years and years and years, just chronic toxic sleep deprivation, I had to make some radical changes. And I stopped waking up at that hour. And I love waking up early, but I couldn't Sure, I could have gone to bed earlier and kept my same wake-up time, but I just wasn't doing that. So I had to tell myself, like, okay, girlfriend, you don't get to wake up at 4.45 because you don't go to bed at an hour that's reasonable. And so I had to decide, all right, here's the amount of hours of sleep I need. So based on whatever time I go to bed, I need to wake up about seven hours later. That's about how much sleep that I get, that I need and and. I feel my best at. So it took me a couple of years, probably four years to, I know that sounds ridiculous, but I'm just being honest with you, to get myself in the habit of going to bed much earlier and took a lot of accountability. And as I started to get myself to go to sleep earlier, I was you know, still waking up like six o'clock, which felt late to me. I love waking up early. And so then I decided, okay, I would like to get an earlier workout plan because no matter what, even as hard as I tried to just get used to the fact that my day was going to start later, I just love starting my day earlier. So about four months ago, I decided that I would give myself permission to try it again, to see if I could get myself to go to sleep earlier and wake up at 4.45 so that I could start my workout by 5.45, 6 a.m., like an hour later. Now, I love that full hour in the morning, an hour and 15 minutes before my workout, I like to wake up early, and I'll go through my routine in a second, but I had to give myself permission to try it again and see if I could really stick to the routine of going to bed early. And I've done some recent episodes where I talked about my bedtime routine, and you can listen to those episodes. We will link to it below, but learning how to prepare my morning the night before improved my sleep. I learned to get off my phone, and to start prepping for bed like an hour, sometimes even two hours before I go to bed, I start doing all of the things. And I won't recap that, but I will link in the show notes to the episode where I talk about my nighttime routine. And it worked. And now I'm going to bed much earlier. And I just feel, woo, woo, I, like I'm back. 
My energy is so much better. Everything's so much better because I think that is my natural circadian rhythm. Like I love the morning. I love waking up before everybody else is up. So I wake up at 445. I get dressed in my workout wear. I go downstairs and let the dogs out. I feed the dogs. I drink my bulletproof coffee. So it's not really a bulletproof coffee. It's kind of a version of that. And my coffee recipe you will also find on my Instagram IGTV. You can click on my IGTVs and you'll see that there's a whole bunch of IGTVs I've done like around food and health, etc. And you'll see my recipe for the coffee that I drink in the morning. And it's part of the routine is I love to have that warm cup of coffee in the morning. But I honestly only drink like not even half of it. It's just like the routine. Then I drink 25 ounces of water and I take my supplements. I pick out an audio book or some type of, uh, if I'm going through like a program where I'm learning a new skill or whatever, something that's on audio. And I listen to that and sometimes it's a podcast, but I've been trying to stick to an audio book in the morning. And I actually pop my earbuds in at 4.45, like the moment I wake up. I've already picked it out the night before, so I just pop in my earbuds and I start listening while I'm getting dressed, while I'm, you know, feeding the dogs. Like I already have my earbuds in, so I'm already listening to the book. Then I, you know, go through that whole process. Then I sit down and I go over my push journal. We don't call it a smart life push journal anymore. We just call it push journal. So I open up my push journal. I look at what my day looks like. I start with gratitude every day. And it's funny, I always like, some days I just keep coming up with the same things because I'm just so freaking grateful for the simplest of things. It's almost always like my family, my faith, my friends, my health, you know, it's just, you realize like it's the little things. I've never said like my car or my house, literally those things are amazing, but I've never said that. I've read through like years worth of my push journals and I always am writing like it's about people, relationships. So I start with gratitude. Then I look at my schedule for the day. I block that out. And then I quickly do a brain dump of everything I would like, oh gosh, I'd love to get all these things done today, knowing that I won't get to all of them, but it makes me feel so free to just put them on paper. And you know, it will be anywhere from like five to 10 things. Work-related things I put into an app, a work-related app that we all use. We use a, a program called Asana. It's kind of like Trello. And anyway, so I write those down in my push journal and then I look at my push goal and I list between one and three things that I have to do that just relate to my push goal. And I focus on doing those first. That's my frog. So sometimes you can't like, right? For example, I might've written down, just brain dumped a bunch of things I need to do. And then I've listed something I need to do for my push goal, but I can't do it until nine o'clock when like the store opens or whatever, or I'm back at work. So I do that. I put on my makeup leisurely. I love doing that. I know you're thinking like you're doing that before you go get your workout done. You put your makeup on. Yeah, I do. Deal with it. That's great that you're a natural beauty. God bless you. That's great. I don't wake up like that. Don't judge. I need my lashes on. I need some under eye concealer. I enjoy a little foundation. I like to beat that face. I enhance my eyebrows. And yes, yes. It's a full face of makeup. Is it all natural? No. God bless you. All right. Then I head out the door and I go to the gym. So I either go to the gym or 
I go to our, we have a gym and a house in another area. I know that sounds weird, but like if you follow me on Instagram, you understand. It's like a house that we've been trying to sell and then we took it off the market and then we put it on the market. It's a whole thing. But I freaking love that gym. I live for that gym. I love that gym. And lately I will meet a trainer three days a week and the other four days a week, I usually meet a girlfriend. Actually, that's not true. So three days a week, I meet a trainer. This is at the moment, right? It can all change. But at the moment, three days a week, I meet a trainer at 6 a.m., I love that accountability. I love the variety. It's been super cool. I've never had a trainer before. I've always been the trainer. And I told her the other day, I'm like, you make me feel like I've never worked out in a gym before. Like she comes up with these crazy creative things where I'm like, I never thought of that. And she's super knowledgeable and she's been doing this even longer than me. And she's just a beast. She's amazing. And I love her and she's kicking my butt and that's super fun. And so I do that three days a week. And then I work out with my husband two days a week, which is really cute because when I first started working out the trainer, he's, he came to me and he's like, Hey, um, I want to work out with you a couple days a week. And I'm feeling kind of left out. And I'm like, that is the cutest thing I've ever heard ever. First of all, secondly, I love you so much for telling me because, you know, in the past, I don't know that he would have told me. He would have just been kind of grumpy and I wouldn't have known why and how cute that he was being kind of grumpy because he wanted to see me in the morning. Is that adorable? I know. And so two days a week, Brett and I go work out at 6 a.m. And then the other, how many days are we at? No, it's five, six, seven. So the other two days a week, I go and work out with a girlfriend. Usually it's Dr. Michaela. And if she's not available, I might try to hook up with somebody else who's close but you know sometimes it's holly sometimes it's michelle park but it's you know that's what i do and sometimes i wake up and it's just me do i work out seven days a week that's the goal i don't do like a killer workout seven days a week but i do exercise seven days a week i mean it's rare that i don't i'm gonna move my body i might just sit on a recumbent bike and get my heart rate up and sweat a little bit but i'm gonna move my body because god gave me this gift and i want to honor it now you know again certain days you know i really go hard but Every day I'm going to like at least move my body. So I will work out for about an hour and a half. That's strength training and then like 30 minutes of HIIT training. If my body is really sore and tired, then I might just do steady state non-impact. I might do the recumbent bike. If I'm being completely transparent with you at the moment, my flexibility and my PIO dedication are lacking. There, I said it. I'd love to lie to you and say, yeah, and then X number of days a week I do Pio. And no, my body needs it. And it's also why I've had a couple of like weird injury, not injuries, but like joint stuff. And I'm like, oh, I know what that is. I go to my kinesiologist and he's like, you really need to stretch. Yep, I do. I'm telling you, not perfect. I got to do it. I got to fit it in. I got to prioritize it. I need to do that or I'm going to get injured. I love it. But I just, I haven't lately and I, I need to. Okay, enough about that. I finished my workout. Then, let's see, 7.30. Then I will usually from 7.30 until 8.30, I'll spend some time on social media. And that is scheduled. That's for me to reply to messages, to interact with people, to answer comments and questions, and for me to also take a look at what's happening because I teach social media. So I really need to pay attention to nuances and what's going on and what's working and what's not. And then I will drive home So a lot of times I will do what I just mentioned in my car because it's silent. So I'll sit in my car for about an hour 
wherever I'm at, like if it's at the gym, I'll just sit in my car. It's warm. It's deliciously toasty warm. And while I'm doing that, I'm listening to a podcast. That's when I listen to a podcast, right? And I will also take a look at my push journal. Then I will drive home and I'll make a big breakfast. So if you've probably figured out by now for breakfast, like early in the morning, I just have my coffee, which is actually a breakfast because it's got MCT oil in it and it's got a little bit of ghee butter. And so there is calories there. So it's not truly a fasted workout per se, a fat fasted maybe. And I've had my water. So then anyway, anyways, I come home and then I make myself a big breakfast. At the moment, I'm not doing intermittent fasting. I phase that in and out. So at the moment, I'll come home and make myself a big breakfast. Then I'll sit down and I start with my to-do list. And usually what the first thing on my to-do list is research. So on Mondays and Tuesdays, I typically work from home and I'm doing podcast interviews or I'm being interviewed. If I'm being interviewed with someone, it is my pet peeve when I'm going to interview someone and they don't know anything about me. I'm about to put them on my podcast and introduce them to you and you're the coolest person ever and they haven't even done any research on me. That drives me crazy. I just think that's disrespectful. So if someone, even if it's a really small podcast, someone's just starting up, if they're going to interview me, I'm going to spend a good hour or more, sometimes a couple of hours, researching who this person is, who's their audience, how can I best serve their audience, who are the previous guests that they've had on so that I you know, can give them something fresh. How long is their show? What is this person's background? What is their interview style? All of those things. And so while I'm eating my breakfast, I'll probably spend a couple of hours just doing research. I am a researcher. If I'm not researching for a show that I'm about to record or a show that I'm about to be interviewed on, then I'm doing research on social media, digital marketing, how to be a better boss. So my mornings are learn, learn, learn. My mornings are about growth. I don't don't schedule any phone calls. I don't look at any emails. I don't respond to any work-related things unless it's urgent until after 11 a.m. And then after 11 a.m., the first thing that I'll do is I will quickly respond to anyone at the office and just make sure my team has everything that they need. And then I go into my studio, my podcast studio. I've got one at our headquarters uh, where the team works, and then I have one at home. And I tend to record at home more often than not, just because it allows me to focus. So then I'll, let's say I get into the studio probably around noon and I'll record for like an hour and a half and then I need to take a break and it's scheduled and I take a break. At this point, I'm usually having lunch and I play. Play is a big part of my creativity. So here's what I do to play. Like that means I'm going to record something funny on Instagram. That's playing for me. I'm going to listen to music. I'm going to go outside by the ocean. I'm going to sit down and roll out and play with my dogs. I'm going to go outside into the fresh air. I might take a quick walk. It can't be anything work related. It just has to be fun and light and I have to take a break. I have to take a mental break and then I'll go back and record some more. So I might record again for another like two hours and then I need to take another fun break. And the fun break might be just, again, all the same kinds of things. And then I have time scheduled. So let's see, now it's, you know, of course, I'm describing for you like a typical day. So there may be meetings in there 
but my staff is really good at allowing Mondays and Tuesdays to be my content days. So those are days where I'm like, if I have to write for the one through one, or if I have to create something for Marketing Impact Academy or my podcast, I try to do that all in those first two days. Sometimes it leaks into Wednesday. And then I will work, you know, in those chunks, like about an hour and a half is my max. And then I need something fun or funny, something creative to recharge my batteries. That's like not necessarily work related. Then I'll work until like five or six o'clock. And then Brett comes home. Then we'll just sit together and like talk about the day. I will usually write some notes and kind of like casually looking at social media while we're just catching up with each other. And then Brett makes dinner, like around seven, I would say. I did say I had lunch already, didn't I? Yeah. So I'll have a big lunch. I usually make that myself, which is sad, but I do. I can cook. I don't need your judgment. Listen, you know what you do? You go to my Instagram right now and you click on my food. And if we click on my food highlights, you'll see what I can cook. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, you will see this girl can manage on her own. I can feed myself, but I would much prefer Brett to because he's really good at it. So he'll make dinner together and then we really unwind. I really love listening to his perspective. I love catching up with him on the day because again, on Mondays and Tuesdays, he gives me solitude. He knows that's how I can be my best. I find it very disgusting distracting if other people are around when I on my content day so he goes to the office on those days and even when I'm at the office on content days I will we have a podcast studio there and it's like tucked away hidden away I don't see or hear anyone I'm like in a little closet literally it's like a walk-in closet that we've converted into a podcast room and so then we enjoy our evening together he makes a nice dinner probably a couple of nights a week I might have a glass of dry farm wines. That's been a godsend. I don't know if, and this is not an ad for dry farm wines, but it should be because I have so many friends that drink wine and they look like they're wine drinkers. I'm not saying like all, I'm just saying like people in general, you can, do you know what I'm saying? Oh God, this is not turning out the way I wanted it to. I just think some people drink too much alcohol with alcohol that is not good for you. And when they say I'm having a glass of wine, they really mean like I'm having a bottle of wine. I'm not telling you you need to quit, but I'm telling those of you who love to drink your wine in the evenings, do your body a favor and just try a bottle of dry farm wines. In fact, you might have to try a couple of bottles because they import them. So it's not like just one winery. Just try a couple of bottles until you find one that you like because they are lower in alcohol content and they do not have any of the toxins that you're consuming when you're drinking wines that are domestic and you you're going to feel completely different you're going to look different you won't be as puffy you won't be hungover you won't have that same like hangover and all the inflammation that comes with drinking wines that are filled with preservatives and toxins that frankly wine companies domestically are not required to put any of that stuff on the label so when i have you know a single glass literally of dry farm wines, I feel nothing the next day. Zero. I feel great. So that's nice every couple of, you know, we probably do that a couple nights a week. If you don't believe me, try it for yourself. You can go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash Chalene. Let me make it really easy for you. You don't even have to remember that. Just swipe over this podcast 
look at the show notes and you will see a link there. Again, it's dryfarmwines.com forward slash Shalene. And when you use that link, you'll actually get an additional bottle of wine for just one penny. Try it. You'll love it. And you might just live a little longer. So why not make a healthier choice the next time you want to have a glass of wine, something that isn't loaded with preservatives and additives, something that's a little lower in alcohol content, way lower in carbs and sugar, and far healthier for you. Check it out, Dry Farm Wines. And then we put the phones away, we put the laptops away, and we usually put on a documentary or a reality TV show, and that plays in the background, and we're in the same kind of room, and I start getting ready It's kind of like our living room's attached to our kitchen. And I start getting ready for the next day. So I prep the coffee. I get my three bottles of water ready. I put my supplements out on the counter. I pull out my push journal. I pick out my clothes for the next day. I pick out my workout clothes I'm going to pick out wear for the next day. I pull everything together that I'm going to need to take to the office or whatever it is I'm doing. I select my audio book. I select a podcast that I want to listen to. I find my keys. I pull everything everything together. I take my supplements that I take before I go to bed. I take off my makeup. I set out my makeup for the next day. I'm literally so that my next morning, like everything's already been done. I don't even have to think when I wake up. It's all been set out and ready to go. And I'm also already thinking about going to bed. I'm not looking at social media. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not in my emails. I don't do any of those things in the, you know, two hours before I go to bed. And it's made a huge difference. It's allowed me to fall asleep at a reasonable hour. And now I do get, you know, even though I've started waking up again at 4.45, I'm getting between six and a half and seven hours of sleep. And I, you know, I would love to tell you, oh, I'm always getting seven hours. No, there's been plenty of nights where, you know, I was a bad girl, stayed up a little too late, got six hours of sleep. But that's my goal is seven hours and I've been really, really good about it. And I've just, I vowed to never do that to myself again. That like I have the ability to call my personal trainer or send her a text in the morning and say, I didn't get enough sleep. I'm going to pay for my session. Like it's literally, it's worth that to me to have my brain health. So if I don't get enough sleep, I don't just get up and go train. I'm going to sleep and I'm going to pay for the session. P.S. If you have a personal trainer or a hairstylist or anyone else who's paid by your services and if you cancel last minute, I don't even care if they say, oh no, don't worry about it. Yes, pay them. It's not fair. They couldn't fill it in time for you and that's just not the right thing to do. Pay for that service unless of course it's like a medical emergency. You know what I'm saying? All right. So that takes me all the way into the evening. And those are like, that's pretty much my Monday, Tuesday, sometimes my Wednesday. My Thursday and Friday look almost identical, except the only difference is at about 11, where I would normally be like sitting down and going over my list around 11. That's when I will drive into the office. And then I'll just spend the day at the office. And that's a variety of meetings and, you know, phone conferences. And sometimes I'm up in the podcast room recording audios and creating and collaborating. And, and of course, there's, you know, variety of days. Like sometimes we're traveling and, you know, like this weekend, I'm going to be speaking at Allison Maslin's event, Level Up. And I'm excited about that. So then that means that this Thursday and Friday, my schedule looks a little different. But for the most part, that's what it looks like. I think the one thing, if anything, you could take away from it is that 
I really honor my creativity and when I work the best and when I feel the best and I honor that and you know I've got the freedom because I'm the owner and we own our own business I've got the freedom and the ability to devise a schedule that allows me to be my best and to feel my best and for me I don't touch work until after 11 even if, I mean, there's rare exception, even, you know, Kristen will say like, oh, you know, you really wanted to get this one person on your podcast and they can't do it unless it's at 8 a.m. She will like try like heck and beg and tell, and she'll make up reasons why I can't. She won't say, oh, well, Shalene doesn't like to work before 11. She doesn't, you know, she's clever, but she will like do everything. It's very rare that I have to do, take a meeting or do a phone call or anything like that before 11 a.m. and my team is amazeballs like they're so good I said to them this afternoon I was at the office and we were standing in the kitchen and Ashley who's our program director for one through one she's like okay so I told Wendy to send you a text message to let you know that I will be sending you an email and I will also be putting it in Asana and then I will also text you that same thing and then I also have Wendy text you to remind you I'm like I said you know what I really appreciate that you guys work with my disabilities because they understand how my brain works they understand like here's the workaround for shilling and gosh I love that I don't mind doing that for other people like there's uh we were working with a new contractor and somebody was complaining they're like you know this person never responds inside of slack and I said they respond in two seconds when I text them and I bet they're more of a texter than a slacker. They're not a slacker. No pun intended. So just text them. I know not in every organization is it, do you have the freedom to be able to work in the way that is best for you? But gosh, if you just understand that not everybody is the same and if you really want the best from people, if you can work around what it takes for them to be their best, they'll also be their happiest and you'll get their best and it's a win-win I think I covered almost everything I just want to say it again if you've got little ones it gets a heck of a lot easier like I love it when my kids are home I loved every single minute of being a parent every single minute of it but it was also challenging it's hard and we have two like when I hear from some of you you've got like four plus you know, you're also taking care of an aging parent and you work full time and you don't have the kind of flexibility and freedom that comes with being an entrepreneur. Y'all, you have a special place in heaven. I love you. You are a superwoman. You are Superman. It's not easy. It's not just in your head. But just remember, whatever it is you want your life to look like, don't just wish for it. Plan. Create a plan follow through be patient and I promise you if you've got a plan you've got a push journal and prayer you're unstoppable hey thanks so much for spending time with me in the car today we're home I just hit the garage door opener we're pulling in I love you and I've really loved getting all of your messages about aging parents. If you haven't left me a message about that or anything for that matter, you just want to talk to me about anything that you'd like for me to talk about on the show, or you just want to bring up a topic or share a story with me, you can always do that by going to my website. You go to shaleen.com and there's a little widget there that says, leave a message and you just record a message. If you don't like it, you can delete it and redo it. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. This episode has been brought to you by Push Journal. 
If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and there just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. This is a convenient, lightweight, simple to use 30-day system. This is not just a day planner. And learn how you can get your health, fitness, life, and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to pushjournal.com.